breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty. Mornings on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. This is uh, pretty cool. Came across the story. Um everybody knows the duck pond. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everybody the, I don't think anybody in Shreveport has not been to the duck pond. Uh, and at uh, some point, I would be surprised. Visited with the terroristic geese. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Who hasn't been chased by the geese? My little boys, when we would go and if we would bring food, when they were little, they would get out of the car and here's what they would do. I'm going to stand up and do it. You can describe what I'm doing. They would get out of the car. Right. And they would go like that. (laughs) Because the geese would... Cover their package. Yes, because the geese would come over and start getting a little too close. And they were scared they were going to get goose That's bitten. Funny. Right there on their, you know, special parts. So they would cover it up. It was Put so both funny. hands yes. down there. No, no, no. <laughs> Stay away, geese. But I mean, it's a legendary park. It's gorgeous. Absolutely. And and I I saw this story, and my first thought was, uh, well, they're getting new equipment. Mm-hmm. They're they're taking out all the playground equipment. Uh, they've got bulldozers there and, and backhoes, and they're putting in. They're going to put in all new playground equipment. That's so sweet. That's really cool. It is cool. But my thought was, isn't this pretty new equipment that's there? Uh, I, I I seem to remember that being redone not too long ago. But the way it's going in in my life right now, that could have been twenty years ago. I don't well, know. They, they did a they did a paint scheme thing in there. Where they did some new painting of murals and stuff. I don't know that they changed out the equipment, but they are now getting some new equipment, some of the latest and greatest things that you know that are more durable and kids can play on for years and years. You know, I just I hope we take care of it. I hope you know that we properly maintain it and make sure we go out there and check on it. Well, I, it's going to be up to Shreveport residents to take care of things. You bet. You bet. We got to count on that. If you go and enjoy it, take care of it. Right. Exactly. Uh, AC Steer is also getting some upgrades. Cool. And Cedar Grove Park. That's that's awesome. I, yeah. I think it's great. I'm a little I'm a little bummed about closing a park in the middle of the summer for well, four weeks. I, you know, Aaron, when I saw that, I'm like, okay, this is June 1st. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to shut the park down for a month? Yeah. In the middle of... The kids just got out of school. Right. I'm, I'm a little bit... And now bit, you're yeah. shutting the park down for a month. I know. I'm a little bit miffed about the timing of it. It could have been better. <laughs> Planning of yes. this could have been a little bit better. Because the parks... Summertime's when we need our parks open. We need the kids to have a place to go. Okay. Maybe the thinking is the pools are open now. Yeah, that could be. maybe they're thinking, okay, a lot of kids are going to the pools. That could be it, too. We'll take care of the playground equipment while they're at the pool. Right. I I don't know. And and they may have, the bids may have taken longer to come in. The equipment may have taken longer to come in. We have supply chain issues. There's a lot of things going on right now that may have contributed to to why we're doing it now. I'm going to give Shelly the the benefit of the doubt. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, if she could have done it at a different time, I'm sure she would have. 
but now they're ready to go. The contractor's ready to go. So I'm excited to see it when it's all done. I mean, that's a beautiful park. Yeah. We need to do a little bit of work on the geese, a little bit of goose training up in there and, you know, to try to help. But I, I think it's going to be gorgeous. I, I remember my, my grandmother bringing us down and we'd bring bread, you know, oh, yeah. loaves, oh, just, yeah. loaves of that just cheap white bread. Boy, and, you're going to get in trouble off. now for that. You, you're not. Well, that's what to, I, yeah. I, I was just about to ask. Bad is that you. discouraged? I now? think it is you're discouraged. You're not supposed to feed the ducks bread? Or? I think the white bread is discouraged. We'll get messages on our message board from all the uh, animal advocates who will say, Ew, not there, a good idea. There are actually signs up at the duck pond now. Are there? Uh, saying, telling you to not feed them bread. Yeah. Not, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, like peas and canned corn is what is what the, you're supposed to feed yeah, them. Brings yeah. canned corn. Well, know. if you're How planning do you do it, that too. By the way, you just dump it out. Yeah, just <laughs> dump it out. Yeah, you're gonna stick your hand down in a can of corn. You could get a bag of frozen corn and then just put it yeah, in a ziplock yeah. and maybe toss it out to them a few at a time. I don't know. And watch them try to break their beaks trying well, to crunch by the time frozen you get out, corn. <laughs> by the time you get out, what the hell's there? wrong with you? <laughs> Oh gosh, we when Look, we come this back. This is fake corn. I'm gonna throw it out there for them. When we come back, we're gonna try an experiment with. What are you? Are you a millennial or a Gen X? I guess I'm a millennial. Yeah. And what's Crystal Chica? What's Chica next Mo- door? Millennial. Millennial. I, th- I think, or maybe Gen Z. Yeah, we're gonna try an experiment. I think she's might be a Gen Z. Is yeah. she? I think she's maybe a little younger. Yeah, we're gonna try something that I. I'm not going to say it on the this air. This is interesting. She, yeah. It's we, a, we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she's. Um, okay. Well, don't, yeah. Don't give it away. Okay, yeah. She might be listening. <laughs> she's got her own show going on. Yeah. Okay. This. <laughs> I'll just say she's addicted. Yeah. I think you're right. We're going to try to break the habit. I don't think it's going to happen, but we'll try. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. No, it's not. Micah McCarty, 1017. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty. Okay, I'm looking up the the generations uh, right now. Two thousand thirteen to two thousand twenty five is called Gen Alpha. Gen Alpha. Okay. And then Generation Gen Z ninety five to two thousand twelve, Millennials nineteen eighty to 1994 i didn't realize millennials went back that far yeah, i didn't either i didn't either so your chica is a millennial yeah i was born in 91 okay. okay i i'm listening to something this morning that is very troubling for you and uh, a lot of people in your uh, generation and younger is that, that std rate <laughs> <laughs> Because Boy, that's concerning. It's, it's amazing how fast her mind went to that. Yeah. No, it's not that. <laughs> oh, okay. It's not Keep, that. I'm, I'm so sorry. It is uh, your addiction. Yeah, we're, we're concerned about you. We are concerned about you, and we're, we're now staging an intervention. My addiction? Yes. This My is addiction a, to what? This is an intervention. My, an intervention for what? We're, we, um, we, we Mike care needs to, about Mike you. Need, we care. We love you. 
what the heck is this? What is happening Mike, right now? Why, Mike, is, Mike is taking that. You're not going to go Mike, through my phone. No, no, no. Mike is taking your cell phone from you. Okay. It's right here. And, I'm not touching um, it. You have to go. Let's go 90 minutes. Okay. 90 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> what? You have to go 90. Y'all are on crack. 90 minutes without your cell phone. What is no? Yes. Absolutely yes. not. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> okay. Y'all literally called me on your show. I literally thought we had something to discuss. We do. And you guys the, are taking my okay, mom and dad. I didn't the, make it home in time. What is this? This is wait, the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Social media addiction is now listed as one of the greatest harms to America's youth. As bad. I'm not youthful. Look at me. I, as, just, I got 50 units of Botox in my face right now. As bad as nicotine and alcohol and food addictions. She's got the shakes. You had it for one minute. She's already. No, no. I'm sweating because it's really freaking right. hot in here. Okay, if thank you. If they could you. fix the AC, that'd be great. Okay. okay? Yeah. Let me just start with that. We Second, are negotiable. You guys just grabbed my phone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, didn't grab. I didn't give it to you guys. There was no consent here. Consent is sexy. Okay. No, this isn't. No, this is okay, an intervention here. by people. No, Thank no, no, no you. Don't give it back to it's her. It's already vibrating. It was vibrating when I was handing it she back to can, her. Don't look at it. You're not allowed to look. Okay. Now, will you hand it down? to me? Hand will it back. It hand it? No, because you're not going to give it back. Voluntarily hand it to him. You no, can do this. I'm not, I'm not playing you this can, game. This yeah. is the dumbest game we've ever played. Now we, y'all, y'all We're seriously need about a freaking you. hobby. You can't do it. Get Ruben. You can't. No, he can do it. You can't. Yeah, Ruben, Ruben, Ruben is, would gladly throw it we away, have I think. big money on this. Because Ruben has a, a freaking Android. Yeah, now I she's don't. she's sitting on it so we don't go <laughs> under her butt and grab it. I, Hand it to I Mike. Shouldn't, I shouldn't have handed it back to Let's her. Let's see if you can do... Okay, Guys, we're going no, to negotiate not, it down. playing this game. We're going to negotiate it to one hour. I have a lot of pictures on there. We're not <laughs> looking at going it. Going through it. We're I'm not, not going to look at it. A lot of, uh, Lock it. We're not going to look at it. I don't want to see why those nasty guys, pictures. Why do you guys need it? We want we to don't see. Need it. We want to see if you can. That's do the it. point. We don't need it. We have big money riding on this. I don't we, think you can make it an hour. No. no. I don't think I can. I cannot imagine you can no. stay out of this room. Why do I for feel one hour? Why do I feel like uh, Beetlejuice from Howard Stern from Howard Stern show right now? <laughs> That's what I feel like right now. Y'all I want you to keep... try it. Try it. No, One hour. Listen, and, and you will find out how addicted you are to it. <sighs> All right, listen. Do you do you think you are? Absolutely. I find myself scrolling. I do don't you get think it's bit... harmful? Nah. It is. How is it harmful? You scroll to me? and you scroll and you I scroll, scroll and you your mind never rests. I'm gonna actually say, pretend like the bosses aren't listening, okay? Okay. I'm gonna actually tell you if you're ahead on your show next door. And you and you don't have your phone. I think you could lay your head down in there and you could take a little nap for one hour, and you would be so rested because you haven't scrolled. On I the wouldn't phone be for... up to date on everything that's going on then. What? Uh, oh, you have to be up to date by the on? second. What are we you got missing? FOMO. <laughs> I got FOMO so bad. You can yeah. do one hour, which is adding stress. Yes. Which is adding, which is why you need the Botox, and that's why we should. Give, you know, the ganja to everyone. One, I'm so happy you guys brought me here to one talk hour, about this. One hour, give Mike your phone for one hour. 
Let's see how bad it is. I want to know how bad it is. One hour to come back. So at 7.27, I get to come back and get my phone. We'll do another bid at 7.20-ish, and we can see how you how you did. <sighs> this is stupid. How bad? All right. This is stupid. I, do I get money out of this? Do I get anything out of you this? You get the satisfaction of knowing you've taken a step to improve your mental health. Man, this is <laughs> Y'all take that phone. I'm she out. doesn't make it. Oh, wow. She doesn't make it. She can't make it. She'll be back. She left. She's Watch. gone. She we have her phone. Okay. She left the it in The fact that she got mad. She's upset. That she's upset. She's stressing out over not, this. Not, okay, here, no problem. She's freaking out now. <laughs> she doesn't know what to do in that room. She's looking around like, what do I do? She's going to have to get on a computer, isn't she? <laughs> she's she's going to have to get on a computer. She's laughing. She can't make it. She'll be back in here before 7 o'clock. Watch. Well, we told her now seven. What seven twenty ish? We'll let her come back in and and we'll see how she did. Oh, she's going to be talking That's bad about funny. us on her show. That's <laughs> funny. But wow, it's a big problem. Aaron, she seriously. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just. She. She's always got it up. She, not just yes. in her hand, but always up in front of her face. I challenge you if you're listening. Try it for yourself. One hour today. Pick an hour. Set it aside. Don't look at it. Several times a week, I, I, I'm, you know, doing the show in here, and I realize that I had left my phone in my truck. It'll be, it'll be about eight thirty before I realize it. <laughs> You're I'm amazing. Like, I'm like, oh, oh God, I don't have my phone. I don't have yeah. my phone. Open yeah. emergency. Now I have happened. turned around <laughs> to go back and get my phone. Oh yeah, because I, I, yeah. look, it's the only way my mom can get in touch with me. Uh, my wife, mm-hmm. I use you know, it a lot. I have for, to, yeah. yeah. And I have, look, I have. Watch, you know, been watching TV, and I'll go. Oh, oh, I I know that actor. I, mm-hmm. Where do I? I've seen them in something else. Yes. I start looking it up. Yes. On while I'm watching, I can't. And even then you watch get squirreled off into all kind of other I things. I can't even watch a yeah, show. It's nuts. It's nuts. It is nuts. She's shaking in there. <laughs> We're going to find out. Yeah. Mike McCarty, what a one. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty. Do you have um it's it's hard to believe we're already heading into the weekend. Tomorrow I know it's Wednesday. is June. Aaron Gosh. June. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I can't imagine. Now I had I had my weekend last weekend with my daughter. Mm-hmm. I have to go uh Thursday. I've got to drive back over to Texas to take my wife. Um, because they're leaving. Oh yeah, they're yeah. leaving on on Friday. Oh my. Um, How so long is the flight you, to South Africa? It's like seventeen, eighteen hours. Oh, I think. Wow, it's just stupid. Oh my gosh. I. I oof. They fly straight there from Dallas. Atlanta. I they think. go to Atlanta first. Yeah. Okay. And oh then my. From Atlanta jo- to Johannesburg. There's no direct flights from DFW to Johannesburg. Oh, yeah. Wow. Golly, that's going to be a long day. <laughs> yeah, where are you going to stop between? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're in the yeah. Pacific, no, in the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what about you? You've got a weekend. I know. Look at that face. 
I don't want to talk about it. I'm 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 struggling. Had a uh, okay. Had a Sorry. had a gathering. We can talk about this before. That's okay. I, no, I understand. I, I'm going to have to get used to it. I, my son is is uh, has got a new adventure coming up, and after being here with me for three or four years now, after getting out of the Marines, he's off to his next adventure, and uh, today's our last full day together. Today. So. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, he's gone tomorrow, June one. Oh my! Um, I was thinking the okay. So the, the, they had a, a nice little get together for him, a going away party last night. Note to self: don't drink wine at nine o'clock at night. But, <laughs> on a um, work night. On a work night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, so I think he and I are going to sit by the pool and drink some brewskis today. Just kind of enjoy your time. Yeah, just enjoy yes. our time together and. Um, I'm excited for him. There's not a lot I can say about, you know, what what's going on. Mm-hmm. Folks that know him kind of know a little bit about what's going on, but I'm I'm so proud of both of my boys and I had a long talk with my youngest yet last night. So, um bright future ahead for my oldest. A yes. bright future yeah, ahead. Yeah, it's exciting. It is exciting and I'm I'm looking forward to it and keep him in your prayers if you will, you know, sure. if you're a praying kind of person, we sure would appreciate it and and uh, I know he would and um, he and I had a nice gathering at church on Sunday where we were kind of soaking it in, just kind of our last time. And I thought, oh, man, it's tough. It doesn't matter what age they are. When they go off and do something new, it's like, wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, I I wanted that weekend, last weekend with yes. my daughter because I've gotten spoiled. Right. You know, when I go to visit, it's just she and I, and we always just love our time together mm-hmm. but Aaron I thought back on the weekend and we did we went to like our our favorite barbecue place oh yeah uh we we uh we we went to the Dallas Museum where we had so much fun mm-hmm. uh, and and we went to the little mermaid and we just had a lot of fun but the moments that I remember are sitting in her backyard in the mornings drinking coffee oh yeah just sitting there the two of us yeah uh, one evening around dusk, we went to the White Rock Lake. Oh, beautiful. And there's a bench, Aaron, in front of these beautiful homes. Yeah. That's overlooking the water. And we sat uh, and watched the sunset and the lightning bugs come mm, out and talked. Nice. And we were talking about her next adventure in her life, yeah. you know, coming up. And it's those moments oh, that absolutely. are just absolutely yeah. priceless i and, have and a lot of those too yeah so nice and um, I, i'm thinking about the duck pond he and i would go sit and have lunch at the duck pond and we would just sit on the hill we wouldn't even sit at a table we just sit on a hill we mm-hmm. could keep the ducks away and just like this is beautiful it's a beautiful spot yeah. in our community so um it, it's you love them no matter how old they are and and whatever their next venture is and uh, Godspeed to yours. That's a long flight to South Africa, and well, thank uh, I you. Know and it's I, be... I I covet prayers as well. You bet, um, absolutely. There was a line in the movie Parenthood. Steve Martin was having uh, some issues with their son, and Jason Robards played Steve Martin's dad. And they were at the ballpark, and Steve was upset. And Jason Robards, I just remember he said, "Son, you know you're you're my son." Yeah. I never stop worrying about you. Exactly. That never ends. Never ends. Never ends. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it, mm-hmm. They're adults, but you, they're always your kids. I have to ask you when we get back about what's going on at Amazon. I'm a little confused by what's happening with Ruh-roh. some Amazon folks. So All let's right. talk about that. Mikey McCarty. What a-
1017 FM 710 Keo, Mike and McCarty. Snowflakes abound. Oh. <laughs> Snowflakes. But they're Amazon employees. Um, Mike, help me. I'm, I'm going to read you the story real quick. I'm going to read you it cold as I can. Hundreds of Amazon workers are staging a walkout today at the company headquarters in Seattle. Well, they so are, there's the first clue. Yeah. They are protesting a mandate which forces employees to return to work at least three days a week. You pack packages. How are you going to work How from home? How are you home? working from home and you want to keep working from home? Your company mails packages to me. Get your butt back to the office. Are these snowflakey people? And they only want them to come back three days a week. Frustration with layoffs, return to the office, and a lack of action on climate change. Oh, man. Golly. I just... <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Workers that... First of all, we, we understand the response to the pandemic was... in. Uh, we handled that poorly. The mm-hmm. whole the whole response to the pandemic was handled poorly. Uh, shutting down businesses, shutting down restaurants, family-owned businesses. Yes. Not allowing families to visit their loved ones in nursing homes who ended up losing family members that they didn't even get to see. Oh, I know so many people who lost a parent that they never got to go be with at the end of life. I would be so upset. And so, so upset. Companies in in uh, another aspect that that has been affected is is um, b- business office space. Mm-hmm. Corporate office space is taking a huge hit because businesses are like, well, you know, we, maybe we don't need the twenty thousand square feet in this downtown building. And you know, for some companies, working from home is ideal and it's practical, and I understand that. If you can manage it, you can make sure your workers are doing what they're supposed to do at home. But if you work for a company like Amazon, they need you at the office. And I if mean, your company says, we need you here, regardless yeah. of what it is, got to go to work. Right. It's time to go back. <laughs> I want my damn package. But they're in Seattle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fruits and nuts. Fruits. Mike mm. and McCarty, 1017. One zero one seven FM seven ten Keo Mike and McCarty as we head into the weekend. Uh, some Erin's uh, got big changes. We've got <laughs> she's, on, she's on the phone on right, phone now, right now. now, working that phone. Uh, uh, apparently, there's like a, a schedule change or some confusion. DeSoto, yeah, some DeSoto, Are you through? I'm trying to do a little work over here. What? <laughs> Yeah, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Any, let me. I got. I can't talk about it yet because I, I. I need to. I need to get a confirmation. Yeah, I. I need to do some ciphering. Okay. Something like that. Is ciphering a word? And Jethro Bodine said it. Yeah, yeah. 
we did God. the uh, the tour. We so were talking old. about Amazon and the employees in Seattle, which explains a lot. Um, on what on, over eighteen hundred employees are planning on walking out today uh, across the country. Apparently, eight hundred and seventy in Seattle. Uh, Amazon employees for climate justice. It's a climate change advocacy group founded by Amazon workers. Uh, they're also upset about layoffs from Amazon and and upset about having to go back to work. But that story got me wondering, have you heard anything new on the Shreveport facility? Nothing new. No, I, I think they're still full steam ahead. We're, we're, when we toured... I got no indication that there was, you know, any plans on them possibly pulling out of our market. Um, they're they're progressing on the local plant. Um, I've got, we've got pictures on the Keel News website. If you look yeah. that up, the Amazon. We took a lot of pictures when we went through that. Very cool. I'm anxious to see it because uh, a lot of stuff's not finished. Obviously, right, right. And, and I'm in the way they were describing some of the things. Um, and, and it was in, in fact they they said don't don't take pictures of this this is proprietary technology sure. and and uh, but but how she was described these lighting systems that they have and the packages that are coming through and the pickers that that uh, pack these boxes it's just going to be fascinating it really is and, it, it, and they yeah. told us they were going to bring us back through again when that gets kind of up and ginning. And I'm really looking forward to to oh, seeing that gosh. in action. And they'll be starting. They'll be hiring very soon, and you know, next and probably after the first of the year. And jobs are paying like eighteen bucks an hour, or something yeah. like that. It's so. good. We've got a lot of good things coming. We really a lot do. of good things happening. Uh, the the Diamond Jacks facility, uh, new jobs coming there. That development on the Bossier Riverfront, that mm-hmm. golf development. Yeah. Um, a lot, of, a lot of exciting things happening in our area. Yeah, definitely. And new playground equipment at the Duck Pond. Oh, that's going to be cool. It's going to be huge. Real cool, yeah. <laughs> Mike and McCarty, 101. One oh one seven FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. Aaron, I came across a story. Uh, you, I know you're familiar with Lululemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 it's a, a high end. Oh, big time clothing store. Mm-hmm. I, th- I, I would say for women, but now who knows? Yoga workout gear. Yoga, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. the, the tight, stretchy pants and mm-hmm. clothes. Well, there was a there was a store where this robbery took place, and there's video of these. I think there's like three guys in hoodies that go into the store and just start gathering up merchandise still on the hangers mm-hmm. and 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 you know run out the door. This is in Atlanta. And and they're t- and they take like $7,000 of of stretchy pants and clothes. Right. Well, that's bad enough. There's footage of it. There's people are cell phone footage. There's security footage. These guys going in and and grabbing these clothes. But what's really disturbing is the two employees got fired for trying to stop these guys from going out the door with this 
with the clothing. And it wasn't like they were physically confronting him. They were like, whoa, hey, no, stop, you know. And uh, and they got fired. Yeah. A spokesman for Lululemon says, look, the safety and security of our employees and guests is always Lululemon's top priority. And we have policies and protocols in place to uphold a safe environment. We take thefts and vandalism very seriously, and our focus right now is supporting our educators as well as continuing to collaborate with local partners in law enforcement. So the two women got fired. Yeah. Yeah, they're toast. Mm -hmm. One of the ladies said, we're not supposed to get in the way. You kind of clear a path for whatever they're going to do. And let them do it. So Lululemon is saying, hey, God, you... Hey, hey, you thugs. Come, come on, on in. Yeah. Come on in. Take what you want. Right. Fair game. Come on. We're not going to do a thing about it. No. And we're not allowed to do a thing about it. Right. We fire people who do anything about it. Golly. What are you What message is that sending? Everybody come on down. Stuff's come on free. In. Now, they, they did catch the, the three of the guys. Uh, and they and I'd be interested to find out how long they're going to stay in jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not uh, long. But seven thousand dollars worth of merchandise—that's felony theft. Oh yeah, big time. That's Lululemon. That's that you know. That's a pricey yeah. place. Golly, just <laughs> I'm hoping the employees get their jobs back, or or another company steps in and go. We want you to work for us. Right. You know, yeah. come on. We want we want those kind of employees with us. I'm sure they will find great jobs. But because, okay, okay, it's easy to sit and go, I don't care. You know, if you're an employee. Yeah. And, and because you, did, your you stuff. didn't pay for that. Exactly. Yeah. It's not your stuff. But but if you stop and if you use the brain in your head and realize, okay, this is affecting me. Right. As an employee of this company that's losing, you know, no telling how many millions of dollars corporate wide mm-hmm. due to theft, it's it's going to affect the company. Right. And how much I can make, how much they can pay me because they've got so much theft they've got to write off. And now, you know, now they're oh, they're having to lay off people. Mm. Because they're having to write off so much so much loss. They've been and they're not the only company doing this. There's a bunch of companies that are just like even one here that i heard about was like oh we're just told to just let them go out they have a shopping cart full of stuff and mm-hmm, they walk mm-hmm. out we're told not to go after them not to confront them well we've seen videos of the <sighs> of thugs going into like cvs with garbage bags yes and just scraping items from the shelves into mm-hmm. the garbage bags right and walking out the door there's no consequences for I was going to say for sin, but for the for this action. When are the good among us going to stand up and say, it's time to stop those who think they can just get away with whatever they want? And I know there are people that are going to say, well, someone will get killed around this. And are those Lululemon pants worth somebody getting killed? I get that. But when do these but thugs stop? there's a deeper stop? issue going on here. Yeah. There's a deeper issue. One of the uh, employees says, look, she was fired immediately because mm. she said there's, there was a zero tolerance policy for uh, interfering. And they broke company policy by interfering with these these 
thug muffins trying to run out or running out the door with mm-hmm. $7,000 worth of merchandise. God, it's just crazy. It really is. It's gone. It's gone upside down. Yeah, it really has. Now, they have arrested the three guys. It, they were arrested the next day. Mm-hmm. They were able to identify them uh, through the the video footage. Um, so, again, we'll see how long they stay in jail. Yeah. But I'm interested to find out if these ladies get their jobs back. Yep. We've been doing an experiment for the past hour. <laughs> and we will wrap it up next. How addicted are you to social media? Mike and McCarthy. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Kilo, Mike and McCarty. Uh, we were talking earlier this morning about uh, um, not only social media addiction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't have that, but I do have. I told you I'm watching. I'll be watching TV, and I'll go. Oh, I know. I know him from someplace. What have I seen him in? I can't recognize him. I'll start looking him up on IMDb. Yes. While I'm watching the show. I, I heard a piece that research is now showing that for almost every age demographic, we are doing damage to our brains. Listen to this. I mean, I know you, you might not think this is a huge important issue, but we are doing damage to our brains by all this social media and this instant gotta have it now uh, stuff that we're finding online and, and particularly with our phones that we pick up those phones for so many things that it, it can just wait. I had a, my, my brother-in-law used to teach and he was saying, you know, when, when you and I were in college, you would go and sit in class. Mm-hmm. The professor would do a, a 45 minute hour long lecture. You sat there and took notes. With like a pen and a notebook. You wrote, yeah, you mm-hmm. wrote down notes. Right. And that was class. And, and my brother-in-law, and this was years ago, and he told me, they that teachers can't teach that way anymore no. because students' brains have literally been rewired now. They are because rewired. of the Twitter. One, what is it? One hundred and forty character. Oh yeah, info bites. It's doom, doom, It's doom, in doom, it, doom, these doom, these doom. reels that you see on Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram that I'm addicted to. You start scrolling these funny cat yes. videos are hilarious, but it's information in such small bites mm-hmm. that our brains can't focus and concentrate on. You ought to see the pictures on this phone. I got. Oh, open. you should go to my hidden album. <laughs> oh my god! We, There's a surprise waiting an, for an you. An hour there. ago, we took. Chica's phone. Forcibly from, took and yeah. forcibly removed from, from 90, my hands. 94.5. Chica, from my little fat sausage fingers. She doesn't go anywhere without this what, phone. Without her phone. not so only Your that. son could text me at any moment. <laughs> Stop that. We're not going to go okay. there. My bad. But you are really I, addicted. I'm proud of her. She did very I, well. She did I not wanna come know, in here. I want to know the feelings she experienced. Because I bet she experienced some feelings that were freaking you out, right? I had phantom texts. Okay, there's, oh. let me tell you, I am looking here at, the, at her screen. There is texts, TikTok, there's all these notifications oh that God. she's gotten. Can I look now? Since, <laughs> yes, here, she's here's shaking. your phone. Okay. She hasn't had it since 6.20 this morning. Yes. Oh, we, wow. We, did you miss anything drastic that you couldn't have waited for? Uh, yeah. Y'all try to get into my phone? I didn't. No. No. Okay. <laughs> I just opened that what, home screen. I have six unread messages on Messenger. What of all that? Six could unread you... messages on Instagram. Mm-hmm. 
700 messages on Snapchat. <gasps> oh, no. You ignored some people on Snapchat. <gasps> oh, my God. They're going to think you hate them. I do. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, and I have one, two, three, four, five pending conversations via text. What of that couldn't have waited until tomorrow? Okay. Let me tell you something. I'm just constantly connected. You're 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 damaging something, your brain. Something weird happened. What if you knew you're there? damaging your brain? Something weird happened in there. Okay, what? I love the thought of randomly having a thought and I could just text you. Right. right? And be like, oh, da da da. Now right? I'll tell you this. I used to ask my kids, why are you te- why not just call? You know, the because yeah. of texting and texting there were a dime a piece. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. But now, Aaron, I do like to, I would rather just go, yep, in and out. And then you're done. I don't want to get in a conversation. I don't want to get in a. You couldn't text. I couldn't text. And there were times where I thought my phone was going off or I got a text and I'd reach for my pocket. And then, well, I, I don't know if you caught me because you guys have, but I looked for my phone probably four times. Are you serious? Uh, yes. Yeah, before I remembered, <laughs> we I didn't have it. my phone. <laughs> it was funny. weird, guys. I'll be honest, I don't know if I could have lasted longer than an hour. I'm thinking you couldn't have. We tried to get you to do 90 minutes, but That's we absurd. negotiated. So well, you, you, you are you you're admitting well. you're admitting well. you have a problem. Oh man, I got a lot of problems. Yes. Yes. I'm admitting I do have an addiction. TikTok has made it worse. I don't know how anybody sits through church anymore. God honest truth. I don't know how I haven't gone to church in a minute. Don't tell my dad. Uh, my dad's a pastor. So. You're walking down the hall in this building and you're looking at your phone. You need to work on that. You're you're, you're hurting your it, brain. It, it actually is rewiring your brain. So what do I do? Just go cold turkey? No, you do. Text me. Text me. <laughs> what you need to do is you need to take frequent breaks from it. Like set it aside for an hour. Go in another room. Someone told me I needed to put it in the bathroom at night. When I go to bed, put your How phone. How do you wake up then? Well, set, you know there are things like alarm clocks. You can set your TV. What is to, that? You can set your TV to On an alarm. On the Shreveport Security Systems message board, Beetle says social media is anti-social. Mm-hmm. And it's true. It's hard, to, it's hard to hold a conversation sometimes because people don't look up from their screens. Ooh, ouch. I'm, I'm, if you're sitting at a dinner table, you're dining out with people. You're on your phone still. Yeah. You, you, we had I'm a, a great date. Because <laughs> guess what? I'm already planning date number two and date number three, not oh, with you. With, yeah, I was going to yeah, say, with another person. Yeah. Oh, really, man. No, um, this was an experience. I never want to do it again. You need to try it. You're messing your brain up. I'm telling you, the, you're going to get my age and you're going to go, I just feel targeted, man. though, because Ruben and I are like three years apart. How old are you, Ruby? I'm 35. Ruben's okay. phone's in his truck. He doesn't, We're four years apart. He doesn't have that addiction. He can leave his phone in the truck and not... Start getting the shake. You were getting the shakes in there. No, that's just the way my body is. <laughs> I move and my whole body shakes. It's just the, the, no. The, you were you were missing your phone. It was driving you crazy. Okay, it was. And I, I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you guys that. It was not enjoyable. I don't ever want to do it again. I did have phantom text messages on where I reached for my phone. Uh. I kept looking for my phone. And then, I'm not going to lie, I thought, what did I miss out on? And in fact, right now, it's taking everything in me not, not to, to look, look at through that those messages. Phone. I know. And not to realize what somebody's saying. Wow. She's got a problem. 
But she, she did well. She did, she did well. She did, she did it. not come in here one time. And now looking I'm going to go vent phone. to you guys about my. I'm going to go see my therapist today. I'm going to vent about okay. both of y'all. That we abused you. Yeah. I know. I got abused. The names are Mike and McCarty. Yeah. 1017 <laughs> FM. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty, Aaron. I've just would we had a story yesterday, and it's on keelnews.com about uh, a local Streetport student in the Scripps Spelling Bee, the mm-hmm. National Spelling Bee. Um, these kids are amazing. They really are. I'm just are. sitting here watching it live. Mm-hmm. Aaron, when I was that age, I, I don't even want to. <laughs> yeah. Think about our local speller, Sahil Thorat. Is still in the running. Still in the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. He is. Uh, he's still spelling. They're going. They're going strong. I think there's like ninety some spellers left, um, and it'll be a long day. He's, they're asking these ten year olds, eleven year olds. You know, what do you, I, I want to change the world through technology and science, and I'm like, really, mm, man. <laughs> I wanted to be a fireman. I think yeah. I wanted to be a ninja turtle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats, you made it. Yeah, I made it. (laughs) (laughs) These kids are so brilliant. It's it's kind of fun to watch. And some of the words they're spelling, I'm like, oh my gosh. Mellifluous. Yeah. What? And and words you would think wouldn't be hard, like unparalleled. Yeah. You would think that's not hard, but then you got to realize where do two L's go? Where's one L go? I mean. Lieutenant. Oh, yeah. I can't spell lieutenant. And what is this word? Vast. Vastation? Vastation. What the heck is that? Can I have the origin, please? I have no clue. Is that, is that like when you go out of town to get a vasectomy? <laughs> um, is that what it is? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Very fastidious. Oh, man. Mike and McCarty, what a one. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty, talking yesterday about the Los Angeles Dodgers making the decision to re-invite the I don't know if you'd say trans. It's these Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. It, it's a, a group of men who dress up as nuns, but not just. Nun, I mean, they have on this Kabuki style kiss. Makeup, white with highlights, and it's it's just mm. uh, making fun of anybody with faith, basically. Right. And um, Clayton Kershaw already came out and said, "You know what? This is you guys really screwed up." Talking about his own organization, mm-hmm. you're honoring these this group that is blasphemous in their actions. <laughs> And and the Dodgers originally said, no, we're not doing this. Right. And then turned around and said, okay, we're inviting. And they're honoring. Aaron, they're honoring this group at Dodger Stadium. Is there blowback? I'm sure there is. Oh, yeah. And they're going to be facing Clayton a Kershaw lot of- has already come out and said, you know, this is wrong. 
Um, and now, um, I, forgive me if I get Blake's name wrong, Trinian, Trinian, he's a relief pitcher for the Dodgers. No clue. Uh, he's the latest player that's come out and said, look, I, I don't agree with this. Mm. Remember the hockey player that they wanted the, the team to wear, wear these gay pride jerseys right. during warm-ups, and he said, I'm not doing this. Yeah. And, of course, he was lambasted, but then he was also lauded by those who said, we have to stand up for what we believe in. Right. And, and so now uh, other players are standing up uh, against the, the own players uh, of the Dodgers organization. Uh, Blake says, I'm disappointed. I'm reading this, this tweet from a, a friend of his. I'm disappointed to see the sisters of perpetual indulgence being honored as heroes at Dodger Stadium. Many of their performances are blasphemous and their work only displays hate and mockery of Catholics and the Christian faith. I understand playing baseball is a privilege, not a right. My conviction is in Jesus Christ and will always come first. Since I have been with the Dodgers, they have been at the forefront of supporting a wide variety of groups. However, inviting the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence to perform disenfranchise a large community and promotes hate of Christians and people of faith. Mm. Well, good for him for standing up. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, more of us have to stand up and i and it only imp, the only impact that will be felt is in the pocketbook well, you know when we stop buying the tickets stop going to the games stop supporting the businesses who want to shove that down our throat just do your just do your business right don't don't get into woke politics or woke agendas. Yeah, if you're the if you're the greatest baseball team, be the best baseball team you can be. If you're the best department store target, be the best department store you can be. Don't try to cram your messages down our throat. And and God bless Blake. Let me read this, this last paragraph of his statement. I believe Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins. I believe the word of God is true. And in Galatians, it says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Mm -hmm. And this group openly mocks Jesus Christ, the cornerstone of my faith, and I want to make it clear I do not agree with nor support the decision of the Dodgers to honor the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Mm. So, Blake, Ish. you just became one of my favorite athletes. Yeah, absolutely. There's just too much around us everywhere. We're hearing all this nonsense. It's ridiculous. Good people have to stand up. Mm -hmm. Micah McCarty, 1017 FM, 710 Keel. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. I'm a huge Saints fan, mm -hmm. been for years, years before Dick. I mean, going back. Oh, yeah. Going, I still have a Dalton Hilliard jersey, Aaron. Oh, wow. I can't wear it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't get into it. I got some Archie Manning stuff. Oh, yes. <laughs> going way I have Archie Manning's autograph. My mom oh. worked at Bozier Bank and Trust 100 years ago. Whoa. And for some reason, he was in town. Uh, 
I got Terry Bradshaw's autograph. Nice. He was in the bank one time, and I think I got Archie Manning's autograph. Oh, very cool. When I worked behind you in that studio, mm-hmm. somehow I, I pulled an Aaron back in those days, and I got Archie Manning's phone number. Nice. I don't even, I don't remember how I did it. Wow. And I I would call him because he used to do the play-by-play for Saints Radio, mm-hmm. or he was the color announcer. Right. And, uh, and would talk to him. About the upcoming game that weekend. Okay. Played the Saints, who that, who that, think, you know, the theme oh, song. Oh, man. And, uh, and one of our listeners uh, in that day was a KWKH, the Radio Ranch, mm-hmm. uh, called me and said, hey, we've got an extra ticket to the game. Do you want to go? I was like, heck yeah. No kidding. And he dropped it off to the station and he said, you know, you don't have to ride with us or anything. You, you know, you meet us down there or just just come on. Right. Aaron, it was a pass, a VIP pass to the governor's suite. Nice. Oh, nice. Said, Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, I'm there. Buddy yeah. Romer was governor. Oh, it was the goodness. Saints versus the Chicago Bears. Refrigerator Perry oh. was on the team. That was the game. That Morton Anderson kicked that 60-some-odd-yard feet. I was there. Saw him break Holy the record. Holy cow. But I'm sitting in the in the VIP booth. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 and I look down. I'm sitting on one of the couches, and there's a phone. So I pick up the phone. It was, one of, you know, an old, old mm-hmm. this is years ago. Punch nine, got a dial tone, called my best friend in Shreveport. <gasps> Oh they my said, gosh. Dude, you'll never believe where I am. <laughs> <laughs> Held the phone up. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was an, an incredible experience. Today you'd FaceTime him, yeah. <laughs> I took that pass, though, and walked up to the uh, media area. Oh, cool. And and saw Archie and talked with Archie. And, and oh, that's yeah, very, what an experience. No, very cool. That's awesome. <laughs> Archie Manning's a great guy. Everybody says, oh, oh yeah. what a class act. The whole family. I mean, the, you know, think of the kids. It's like, wow. Cool family. And they still have kids coming up. Oh, yeah, they're playing, coming. Yeah, you bet. Arch, Absolutely. The latest uh, to finish college, I think he's is, he's finishing college now. Arch I'm Manning. Not sure. Grandson, isn't he? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Grandson. Man. I think it's Cooper's son. Okay. What a f- talented bunch of kids. Yeah. No doubt about it. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And whoever that was, I can't even remember. Thank you again. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> for those <laughs> for that ticket. Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM 7. One zero one seven FM seven ten Keel. Also, a free download the Keel News app from Office Furniture Source. That's how you connect with us, Mike and McCarty. The smoking ban. Talk about that for a moment. The Shreveport City Council mm-hmm. repealed the ban to uh, now allow smoking in Shreveport casinos. Right. Uh, a majority of the floor space. Mm-hmm. I mean, quite frankly, it's going to be there. Uh, but it, the the vote passed with a four to two vote. Right. Alan Jackson wasn't present mm-hmm. and did not vote. He said he supports the repeal. Yes. But he did not officially vote. But he said he would support them. Mm-hmm. So, but with a four vote passage, 
That means Shreveport Mayor Tom Arsenault can veto oh, their he could repeal. Have, yeah, he could have vetoed it with a five. I mean, he could veto it at any right. point. Well, but, then, but, but he's going to get overridden. I mean, because your Alan Jackson is going to come in and say, I supported this. I would have voted for it. So I'm voting to override. The question is, the, the, the NAACP of Louisiana has sent the mayor a letter urging him to veto and protect the safety of uh, the casino employees. I'm not going to read the whole letter, but they say it's a deep sense of urgency and unyielding commitment to protect our most vulnerable citizens. They're urging you to veto the ordinance. As I appreciated, the measure passed last Tuesday, and the mayor has seven business days, I believe, to either sign it, veto it, or I guess he could not sign it, and it becomes law without his signature. That could happen, too. So he would have Wednesday... Thursday, Friday, Monday was a holiday. So he would have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. He would have until this Friday okay. to either sign it or uh, veto it or, or take his action. I have asked him to come on this today, but he, could, he is not available to join us this morning. But I did request via email, you know, whether or not he's going to veto it. And let me know your, and let me have a statement either way. Either you're vetoing it or you're not. And uh, let us know, because then we need to know when can the when can smoking then be legal again in the Shreveport casinos? Can you will Friday be the day it goes into effect? Um, perhaps I'll send a, a note to the city attorney and check too. But um, it's imminent. It's now you know whatever the mayor does now. If he vetoes it, it's going to have to come back before the council for another vote. Um, and if he were to veto it, this would be interesting. If he were to veto it late Friday. It's too late to get on the agenda for that next meeting, I think. No, it would still be it would still be on the on the agenda for the first meeting in June. Um, and they'll override the veto and then it will go into effect. So um, I would assume they would override the veto. I may be wrong. Maybe there's been more pressure, but we'll see. So if you go into a casino today, can you smoke or is still it's it doesn't typically gonna it's not typically gonna take effect in, for seven days. We have now we haven't hit. Does that mean seven business days when it takes effect? I'm not sure, but I know he has seven business days. I believe to veto it, mm-hmm. and we haven't been seven business days yet. So ah, it's a good question. Can you smoke at Bally's today? I would love to know. Can you smoke at Samstown today? Mm-hmm. I would love to know. Have they removed the signs? Have they? Uh, are they going to get rid of the smoking patios that they Bally set up a nice little smoking patio with slot machines and all that? And they may still leave that in place. That would be kind of right, cool. Right. Um, but I, I'm done. I'm just, I'm one of many that's very disappointed. And, and I, I am too. You didn't show me the data that proved it was hurting them, and you didn't give it the three-year time limit to see, you know, do they bounce back if they did take a hit. Um, it's it's well just, and it also begs the question well what's next mm-hmm. you know treeport bars owner a bar owners association could go hey we we want we want to allow smoking also right but do they have the clout that the casinos have right and then that's a big question and and you know, I'm I'm still working on tracing, you know, the the casino donations and I'm going to get our lawmakers to do a little bit uh, more work, I think, on let's let's better define who the casinos do give money to. Mm-hmm. Let's just not say a lump sum, here's how much they donated to charity. Let's see what charities they donate to. Let's get more specific about that because I've been chasing that and right now 
that information does not readily exist. Um, if it does, I've been struggling to find it, and nobody at state police can find it. Well, so you know, and I was going to say, I know you've been working on this for a while now. Yes. Is there stumbling blocks, or are, are you getting resistance from? No, no, I've had a lot of help from state police. It doesn't exist in terms of let's category by category. Who did these casinos give money to? Mm-hmm. That doesn't exist. And I thought when the casino law was put in place, and again, I'm I'm an old dog and I forget things. I thought there were some restrictions about who the casinos could give money to right. with regard to you know children's charities and that kind of thing. I thought there were restrictions in the law. I'm chasing that too because if you can't give to charities that you know Involve benefit children, children right. um, are some of these donations out of line uh, if your charity does work just for children? So I, I don't know. I'm working on it. Um, and it's a slow-going process. Yeah. Right now, no info yet on, on specific charities that the state keeps documentation about. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm sure the chari- I'm sure the casinos do. I'm sure they have a list of everybody they've donated to. I'm sure they'd be more than willing to give you that information. Yeah, let me ring them up right <laughs> now. I mean, I can request their financials. I mean, you know, and you, and you can see perhaps on their financials. But do I want to go through all that and read, you know, 800 pages of financial documents? I'm not ready to do that yet, but we'll see what the mayor does. I've asked to see if he's going to veto it or not, uh, waiting to hear back from him. Hopefully, he'll answer me today. Mikey McCarty, 101.7. I have to admit, I, I said yesterday, this, this music reminds me of, of Ruben... And your band, Opossum, Where Art Thou? Mm-hmm. I love the name, by the way. Love, I love possums, um, but I didn't listen when I walked a dog. I came. I, I, they had a new F1 podcast uh, covering Monaco, and so I started listening to the F1 podcast. Come on, man. We need those pennies. I know. Yeah. Right? I, I, we I'm, need those pennies. I, I'm, I, I, I will. Uh, we I'll, are all I'll head on to... Uh, we are on everything streaming if uh, people 18 and up want to listen. Uh, yeah, I've got that Apple Music thing. That those kids are talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, will, uh, I will check it out. Mm-hmm. We came across this story about jugging. And when I hear jugging, I think of Briscoe Darling. <laughs> and and the darling band, a you know, the boys. Into yeah. a jug. A hillbilly blowing into okay. a jug. But that's not what jugging is today. No, it's, no. And, and so I had to look up. It's criminals will sit at a distance from a bank using binoculars to watch for people leaving. These are just scumbags, aren't mm-hmm. they? They are. They really are. Watching for people leaving with large envelopes or bank bags, the criminals will then follow that person from the bank and wait for them to stop at another business. Mm. And they'll follow them. And then rob them. It's like a spider. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a snake in the grass. Yes. And and we told you it's happening uh, here in our area. We've had a couple of cases. Uh, In Rockwall, Texas, or Rockwall County, Texas. Yeah, Rockwall County. They had uh, a woman goes to the bank, gets, uh, takes some money out of the ATM. Then she goes promptly to the gas station to pump gas in her car. Mm -hmm. And she's on the driver's side of the car pumping gas. And these hoodlums 
come go in her passenger side of her car and grab the envelope with the cash that she just sat on the seat and run off with it. And I don't know how much cash it was, but how often do we go pump our gas? We leave our car door unlocked. Mm-mm, we leave the key in the ignition. No, hell no. I never leave my key in the ignition. I'm bad about it. Aaron. I often leave the car running while oh, I'm pumping on. gas. I know come it on. says don't do that, but I do. But here in Shreveport, we had an episode while somebody is pumping their gas. Um, somebody jumped in the car and drove off with the car. Mm. You're standing there right. at the pump. You're literally how many feet? Four feet away, or yeah, if if your, if that from your driver's side door, and someone jumps in and drives off, it's just getting bolder and bolder and bolder. I worked for a company. This is forty years ago, um, and and I would one of my jobs was taking the product that we made to the bus station. Mm-hmm. And we would ship it out to customers. And uh, I had, it was, I remember it was cold. It was a company pickup. Mm-hmm. And I had dropped off, dropped off the boxes and everything. Well, I went and got back in the truck and I said, oh, I got to get the bus bills signed. You got to go yeah. in and have the guys sign it. Well, I left the truck running because it was cold. Mm-hmm. Ran in, the guys signed the bus bills and I ran back out. And the company truck was gone. <sighs> Criminals, <laughs> I walked, yeah. I walked back in and I said, hey, you think somebody moved my truck to mm, let a bus go by? And they just likely. started laughing at me. Yeah, that's not what happened, I don't think. Somebody was watching, waiting for that opportunity. Yes, they were waiting for they somebody were to do that. Yes. Back in the 80s, they were jugging. Waiting for you to do something silly. And when you did, they were pouncing. And that's what they do today. And you just have to be alert. You can't. Yeah. You, yeah. Well, first of all, you never leave your keys in the ignition. No, no. Even just getting gas. And and here's another safety tip for you when it's cold, especially. Uh, and, and I did a story on this on keelnews.com. Don't get back in your car. Don't set that gas pump to, to pump automatically and then get back in your car. Yeah. Yeah. While your gas is pumping. Oh, gosh. Look that up. YouTube videos of uh, static electricity sparks at gas pumps. Oh, right. It'll scare the hell out of you. Right. And criminals are looking for that. They're looking for us to drop the ball, let our guard down, and then they're pouncing. And that's what they do. It's it's sad. It really is sad. And it's happening all over the country. You've got to be alert. Summertime is even worse, so just be alert. You're right. Absolutely. Always stay alert. Keep your head on a swivel. Mm -hmm. Be aware of your surroundings. And how many times have you pulled into a local C-store and there's at least one or two homeless people hanging out front or around the side of the building or even approaching the pumps Mm -hmm. as as you're pumping your gas? Yeah. Listen to that little voice, too. If you don't think something's right, move on. Go somewhere else. If I go to an ATM, first of all, usually it's a drive up. Mm -hmm. But if I walk up, I I pull my shirt back above my pit, my gun on my hip. Mm -hmm. And anybody, if they're jugging, are going to see, okay, this is not an easy mark. This isn't the one to get. Yeah. May may still be a mark, Mm -hmm. but they're going to have to work for it. You bet. Absolutely. 
scary. It, it is scary. Stay alert. Stay mm-hmm. safe. Mike and McCarty, 1017FM, 710Keel.com. Starting things off looking pretty clear for your early morning drive to work. But look out later on this morning for some traffic delays on I-20 westbound near Spring and Market. That's your traffic. I'm Ruben Wright. Mostly cloudy skies for us here this morning, but those clouds will break up sunshine mixing in as we head through the day today. Temperatures this afternoon closing in on 90 degrees. Fair to partly cloudy skies here tonight. Temperatures drop down into the upper part of the 60s. It'll be sunny and hot Thursday, Friday as we finish out the business week. Low 90s both afternoons. I'm meteorologist Ken Boone at the Weather Channel. The power of information. Keel News Now. I'm Aaron McCarty. Here's your Keel News. Two brothers got into a dispute at a gas station on Monkhouse Drive just off I-20 in Shreveport. One pulled a gun, shooting his brother. 24-year-old Charles Johnson died in that altercation. Local leaders say we have to find better ways to resolve disputes. The duck pond in Shreveport getting some brand new equipment. You can see the old equipment piled up along East Kings Highway. Spar in the process of installing new climbing equipment and other items for children to play on. The work will take about four weeks. Several other parks in Shreveport also getting improvements. In the meantime, crews will be cutting down dozens of trees at the Southern Hills Park. They're infected with a fungus. Could be a danger as they die. The city is planning to install a volleyball court in the place of some of the trees. The state NAACP is urging Shreveport's mayor to veto the recent action by the council to lift the smoking ban at the casinos. The letter to the mayor calls on Arsenault to protect Louisiana's most vulnerable citizens and restore smoke-free workplace protections to gaming workers. The mayor has until Friday to make a decision. A House-passed bill giving police the power to tell you to stay back while they're engaged in their job passes out of the Senate Judiciary Committee, now headed to the floor. Bill sponsor and Pineville Republican Representative Mike Johnson tells members the bill is about diffusing potentially volatile situation and is not an overreach by government. It's not like I can't approach a police officer. It's only when the police officer feels it's necessary and exercises his right for space. The bill states that if a cop in commission of his job tells you to stay back, you must keep at least 25-foot distance. Rare sighting of a giant hammerhead shark swimming in shallow waters near Galveston, causing concern at Texas beaches. Matthew Seedorf of Fox TV was there. The shocking shark video catching attention of fishermen across southeast Texas. We had no clue we were coming down here where he was going to be or where he was filmed, but... Here we are. A large hammerhead shark is swimming and thrashing in shallow water near San Luis Pass. Next thing I hear this big old splash behind me and I turn around and it's this big old hammerhead shark sticking out the water. That's when Jason Schilling started recording. It was probably at least 10 feet. Over the last 100 years or so, there have been 45 shark attacks along the Texas coast, 19 in Galveston County. Video of the shark has racked up millions of views already on social media. Legislation to add the Suicide Crisis 988 number to state-issued driver's licenses and IDs advances to House Transportation. Natchitoches Senator Louis Bernard says a group of students at Northwestern who lost friends to suicide inspired the legislation. It's just an opportunity for people who find themselves in that kind of stress have an automatic thing they can pull out of their wallet and know what number to call. The measure now headed to the House floor. The deal on the debt ceiling gets a vote in the House tonight. Some of the cuts rolling back $20 billion in IRS spending. The measure also puts work requirements in place for some Americans on food stamps. Now, some Republicans say Kevin McCarthy 
caved in to many of the president's demands. I'm Aaron McCarty on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty. We were talking earlier about the um smoking ban and whether or not the mayor will veto mm-hmm. uh, the vote for four to two vote repealing the smoking ban in Shreveport casinos. And there was a, a letter received by the NAACP, the state uh state NAACP president, I believe. Yeah, they sent a letter to the mayor urging him to veto um, that smoking ban ordinance um, to protect, quote, Louisiana's most vulnerable citizens and urging the mayor to veto it, though the veto would be overridden. So it would really be fruitless. And, um, you know, and I have asked the mayor, you know, I sent him an email this morning. I tried to get him on the air, but he didn't have time this morning. But to see, is he going to veto it or not? And we got an interesting comment on the Shreveport Security Systems message board. Yeah, uh, G asks, why isn't the NAACP admonishing the black council members who voted to repeal the ban? That's an interesting point. That's a very interesting point. Yeah, very good question. Because the NAACP knows the veto is going to be overridden. So why are you on to the mayor about this? Right. For for the mayor, I'm going to let's just play devil's adversary right here. That's not what you play, but anyway, um, <laughs> it, he gets overridden. He's already on many fronts walking on eggshells with this council anyway. Right. right. We so, know there's a, a five member coalition. Yes, and so why would he veto something that he knows will be overridden? And will just cause more animosity and take time from the council that they'll have to bring it back up and override the veto. Um, I would be surprised if he vetoed it. It would be a matter of principle. I and would I get still that. do it, though, because of the principle. He is a principled man, and he may do it for that reason alone and make Alan Jackson go on the record to override the veto. Though Alan Jackson sent out a statement saying he supported lifting the, the smoking right. ban. Um, this would force him to get on the record and vote. Um, but again, the NAACP, well, great question. Why aren't you, you know... Ad- admonishing the city council members who voted right. to repeal this ban. And where were you before the fight? Where were you, you know, before they voted and, and uh, getting involved? And, and the truth be known, it may be that the casino workers simply reached out to them afterward because they really didn't have a place to go because they were afraid for their jobs. So they possibly reached out to the NAACP and said, hey, can you help us do anything to help us? Because we can't do this publicly. We need your help to step up. Because I know a lot of casino workers that don't want the smoke blown in their face. Mm -hmm. They don't want to work in a smoking environment. They feel like they now have no choice. And if they came forward to express their displeasure, they'd lose their jobs. And, and you know, fortunately for them, a lot of companies are looking to hire workers. Mm-hmm. A lot of companies can't get workers. But the problem with that is the casino workers make a lot of money with tips. They are high-paid employees when the tips are good. And you're not going to get that same salary at a lot of other places. The, you know, if you're good at what you do at a casino, mm-hmm. you can make buku money 
Right. And that's not going to happen at another job. It's just not. And they know that. Right. And perhaps they'll go work for Amazon eventually, and that will help. But um, right now, it is one of the higher-paying jobs for folks that are good at what they do. And they do make a lot of money. And they do move to, to you know, across the river if they get a better opportunity. But that's the problem. you got some of the casino workers at, other, at the more popular boats making more money. But the numbers still show folks are still going to the, at least to Bally's. Their, their boardings are still pretty decent. So, I, you know, I don't know. We'll find out. Mike and McCarty, mm-hmm. 101.7 F. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keo Mike and McCarty. There's uh, some changes going on on Kings Highway. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that East Kings Highway still? That's East I Kings. I think it's Highway. East Kings. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the Duck Pond. Right, right. There, you might see bulldozers and backhoes over there right now. They're they're tearing out that uh, playground equipment. That Aaron, I thought was kind of new. I thought that was relatively new. Relatively, not really. They had done some painting of some murals in there. Yeah, but the the equipment was getting a little janky. Yeah, I walk my dog uh, in the duck pond pretty often, and you know when it's especially when it's not busy. So yeah, you you're know, not I'm, far from there. No, no, no. I'm three minutes away, and uh, yeah, I noticed that there were like big cracks in the slides, and a, like a huge crack in the sidewalk that is definitely a liability. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. like it's it's a it's a ankle breaker for mm-hmm. for, for damn sure. Uh, so yeah, I'm really glad they're fixing stuff up. The yeah, a lot of that plastic playground equipment has started to kind of sun dry and crack. Okay. So they, I, I drove by there yesterday, and I, um, I noticed the piles of stuff. And so I looked, and I said, I wonder if they've put anything up on the Spar. And sure enough, Spar had put on Facebook that they were doing a complete refurbishment of uh, the Duck Pond Park with all kind of new equipment. Uh, new climbing stuff and slides and those little, what are those little things you get on and you just rock back and forth like turtles and stuff? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what they're called, but I know what you're talking rocking about. Rocking animals on, yeah. a, on a big spring. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be fun. It's going to take about four weeks to do it all. And they've got the, I believe they've got the park closed while they're doing it. I think so. Part of that area is closed, yeah. That's my, and I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but my only thought is, why the summer why four weeks in the summer do you close one of our most popular parks but i can imagine there were supply chain issues there were you know getting the contractor ready to do the work and yes you wanted to do it earlier in the year but you didn't have everything in line in time so you're just going to go ahead and move forward now now i've got a story up on keelnews.com that shows the new equipment um and Aaron, it, it, equipment's changed over the years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember the merry-go-rounds? You'd get on, and, and somebody would stand outside and start spinning it and try to throw you off? Oh, they had one at AC Steer for the longest, and <laughs> yes. I went by there the other day, and it's gone. I wonder how long it's been gone, because you could hurt somebody on that Oh, thing. and monkey bars. 
Oh, the, the old the old monkey bars that were at least six eight feet tall. Yeah, and, and and when we played King of the Hill on the monkey bars, you tried to get on the top, and then you tried to knock each other off, kick them down. Yeah, it was a hospital visit waiting to oh, happen. Those, those merry-go-rounds, I I witnessed twice. You know, they, we used to do this thing where we would spin it really fast with nobody sure. on it and try and grab a hold of one of the handles uh, and pull one, your arm out of the w- socket. Once was a dislocated shoulder, and another time was a broken finger. Oh, yeah. My brothers. That's survival of the fittest, baby. My brothers would get in the middle of the merry-go-rounds and stand. And you would try to spin it. And then my other brothers would try to stop it abruptly to try to knock them over. They're trying to break teeth out of each other's mouths. Uh, yeah. And succeeding in some cases. Oh, absolutely. No and we doubt. I wonder why that, that equipment's not around anymore. Yeah, it's got to go. <laughs> Micah McCarty, 1017 FM. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keo Mike and McCarty. Hard to believe we're heading into the weekend already. Hard mm-hmm. to believe we're heading into June. Golly, I know crawfish season. Boy, hot and heavy right now. Mm, hot and heavy. This is the last strong month though for crawfish season. So if you are missing out, say you missed Mudbug Madness and you you want to try some bugs. I did a price check this week and there's a couple of spots selling them for two ninety nine a pound boiled. Um, most of them are still at two ninety nine. Yeah, most of them are at three ninety nine. Okay, but um, there's a few spots under three bucks a pound. Now you're going to add add a little more if you want to add the sausage and the corn and potatoes these days. Used to be that was just that was what they served for a pound, and you got it all included. Now you you want to add to pay, potatoes and all that. You got to pay a little bit more. But um, all of the shops we checked had a pretty good supply. And they're bigger right now too. The, yeah, the later yeah, the season, this is a good time of year. The bigger they are, and you, you know, you just have to go and, and look at our list, keelnews.com, to find out who's got the best prices and who's got it. Some of them are have a deal too. Like you can buy, you know, you buy five pounds, you get you know a certain amount off. If you buy three pounds, you get another pound for free. Check the places that you love and then uh, go snap them up because. It's good time for crawfish that right now. That may be something to do this weekend. Yeah, that might be. I'm doing a pool day today. Oh, yeah. I don't think they want me eating crawfish by the pool, but... Why not? Because mm, I might... throw them in the, in the water. I might leave a mess in the garbage can. You know, if you leave crawfish holes in an outdoor garbage can, them possums and them raccoons, they're going to go crazy it. and make a mess. But yeah, you're not leaving it, it at the table, you know. No, you're, no, you, you no. clean up after yourself. Yes, absolutely, yeah. Uh, of course. Also, if you're in a public place like, you know, the duck pond or something and you have a sack of crawfish and you're eating it, don't throw them on the ground. Please. I, yeah, I, thank and this, you. And this is insane. This is insanely sad, but I have a friend of mine whose dog died <gasps> because she got a hold of a crawfish oh. shell on the ground when he was out walking her, and he, could, you know, he couldn't get it out of her mouth fast enough, and it perforated one of her bowels and killed her. Oh. So do not do that. Yeah, do not do that. That's just silly. Uh, but it, yeah, it's a good, good, good weekend for crawfish. You're going to find great deals. 
Um, and, you know, everybody likes them differently. I'm not a huge, you know, spicy, spicy. I don't want them no, all hot. No, I don't like them so hot it makes your nose run. Right. You have to drink a beer after every crawfish? No, I don't want to do that. Right. I could do it, but I don't want to. I thought that was the point. Yeah. <laughs> But they're, no. they're they're really good. And it's about our last month. By the end of June, you'll start seeing most of these places wrapping up and uh, for the season. They'll say, we'll be back next year. Now, I like a little spice for flavor. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want them bland. Right. But not so much people. There, there are people that think, you know, the hotter, the better. Yeah, and no. And that's what they like. Okay. No. Not what I enjoy. Not my plan. And I cannot believe it's Wednesday already. Where did this week go? Yeah. <laughs> It'll be the weekend before we know it, huh? Today's the 31st. Check your inspection sticker, by the way. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow, June 1st. Golly. Just just keep an eye on it. Oh, boy. Mike mm. and McCarty make it a great Wednesday. 101.7.